welcome to check out this guy this is the podcast where i don't know it's a holiday we're you know let's just hang out i'm emory my pronouns are they she he happy new year everyone uh holiday <laughs> like the green day song uh yeah i'm morg uh my pronouns are they he and i'm just here hi i'm izzy i don't like pronouns today i'm very sleepy because i stayed up till like 5 30 in the morning actually building a guy true you did build a guy yeah, I told Izzy that I, like, wasn't sleeping well because I was fi- hyper-fixating so much on, like, the Digimon TCG, and then Izzy was just like, okay, hold my beer. Izzy was like, I will also. Let's uh, just do this together. <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> Where he's like, my, my ass is sleeping too much, you know? <laughs> like... Not to brag. I always feel like I'm bragging to you guys when I'm like, wow, I sleep so much. It's kind of like a problem. Like, I wonder Uh if I have narcolepsy problem. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't think it's quite to that level yet, but like, it is something on my radar, you know? Um, Damn, if only I could get like ideas in my sleep, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Remember my dreams later. Um, Eidolon would be even me- more messed up then. This is going to be a loose episode. We could talk about Eidolon if you guys want to. I would love to talk about Eidolon. Yeah, we could like kind of do that as like, it's going to be loose. It's going to be kind of, it's unfinished because it's still in progress. We're at like a a paused point at the moment, but I can at least talk about certain things and you guys can talk about your characters. I feel like this won't be like a full official Eidolon episode. We might talk about other stuff. I don't feel like. I'm not really in the headspace to focus on a single topic for an hour, you Uh know? Um, I'm not in the headspace to focus on anything. Also, I just noticed (laughs) I have a splinter and I'm going to try to take care of that real quick. Oh no. Oh shit, yeah, go ahead. Am I the only one in like a semi-normal mind space? <laughs> Sounds like it. How's how's that going for you? Morg, ha- ha- have you ever been in a normal mind space? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Um, Y'all are. Uh, You're so right. Either either got it or I at least made it not as bad, so. Okay, good. Um, Yeah, so just like as like a preface, at least for this part of the episode, uh, Eidolon uh, Become Your Best Self is a tabletop game uh, written by... uh, Oh my gosh, Luke as a speed racer and Molly, your friend Molly, online, and they have a whole podcast about it. That's not what this is about. Uh, but I'm running a campaign that I had been calling Eidolon Urbex because the game started as a 
an urbex like an urban explorer like club on like a college campus was like how the characters kind of met each other and uh izzy and emery were two of the players yeah and uh they just they're all different playbooks and they fell into the undertow because there is a big nasty puddle in an abandoned uh like tunnel my my plushie said, "Get in there." Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of like backgroundy stuff to like. Everyone has their own funny little histories. Like Izzy's character had already been there. Amory's character is from there. Yeah. Why don't we talk about like the the broad stuff first? Like. Mm-hmm. My character is Snake Ontario, parentheses, that's not the real name, um, obviously. And they are the Inhuman playbook, which means um, that they're basically like like a funny little otherworldly monster sort of masquerading as, as, as a human. Um, yeah, I haven't said this officially, but I think it's pretty clear by now that their true form is like a giant serpent. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Loch Ness monster energy. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they are... Their Eidolon is um, is overseas, uh, named after a song by Baths. Um, and they... They're, 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 they're a funny little guy. Uh, they're pretending to be a 21-year-old college student, but actually, like, they're a cryptid from, like, the mid-20th century. Um, they're, 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 they're dressed very much like a JoJo character. Like, they have, uh, like, snakeskin boots that are like also pants you know how sometimes a pair of pants will just like have boots on the end of them that's what we're dealing with here and you know they wear like a red like a red checkered coat with like a fucking white fur collar and like this kind of like fishnet half capelet uh they're 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 pretty fucking dressing if if i do say so myself and they're just like kind of a big flamboyant gay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the game is very like heavily inspired by jojo bizarre adventure and persona Mm -hmm. games and stuff like you have a little guy um, in our campaign and a lot of other people's campaigns, they named their, like, force ghost attacker guy, um, you know, it would be like a stand or a persona. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they're named after songs, hence overseas. Yeah. Um, in JoJo's, everything gets named after pop culture. Not mm-hmm. not just the stands, and and that's that's kind of the that's kind of the route I went in a way. Um, I should say that at the time that you started the campaign, um, I was listening to Aurelio Voltaire's "The Black Labyrinth: A Requiem for the Goblin King." 
that's an album. I was listening to it on loop. Um, it is, it is basically a tribute to David Bowie and is the concept of it is it's like, what if there was a sequel to Labyrinth where everyone's dealing with the fact that the Goblin King just died? Interesting. I didn't know that part. I knew that your uh, Eidolon was named after... You and your Eidolon are named mm-hmm. after um, the uh, yeah. album Hunky, mm-hmm. Hunky Dory. Yeah, um... And there, there's reasons why that, that album in particular. Um, but, um, her, her power is, is. Did you say her name? Hmm? Did you say her name? I thought you did. <laughs> Actually, well, I said Dorothy. No, I didn't. Anyway, uh, her, her name is, is Dorothy Doyle. So now I've become distracted. I'm sorry. The, the, the name, the name of Dorothy, um, it, it, you're right, it comes from Hunky Dory. Um, that's the album with changes on it. Um, and the, the, the reason why she's named that is I went with the Alchemist playbook, which is kind of your, um, it's kind of like your middle JoJo's um, stand type, where it's turning one thing into another type of thing, and her specific uh, Eidolon power is turning uh, inanimate objects into an animate equivalent. Um, and Hunky Dory is the album with changes on it. So... That that's that that's where we got it from. So, um, her name's Dorothy. Her Eidolon's name. Well, her Eidolon is um this little plush rat that she's had since she was a baby, uh, named Hunky. It um even before uh the trip to the undertow while when they're all like young adults now um hunky had some weirdness to him he could uh every time someone tried to get rid of him because he was kind of an old an old you know torn up a little bit plush uh he always came back that was kind of the one thing he could do and now he's kind of alive ish he can float (laughs) he can communicate with you Think, think like a a a weird combination of Rizzo from the Muppets and the Tailstall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. What, what, can, can I can I talk about her backstory? Go go for it. Okay, so. You know those horrible, like, Lifetime movies that they make? That, that are, they'll be like some weird or fucked up thing, but they try to, to spin it like, to be like super nice and, um, 
pretend that it's wholesome. Mm-hmm. Her 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 childhood. Um, well, she 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 was a child as a baby. She was famous as uh baby Dory, the this little baby that got kidnapped and was um missing. I don't know for a couple months. Uh, eventually. Um, they arrested her dad and threw him in jail for that and a bunch of other stuff. And he's been there for about the last 20 years. But, um, they turned the, they have turned the baby Dory story into, uh, movies like that, um, repeatedly over the years. Um, and her mom has made, Massive bank off of um those story rights. Yeah, her mom sucks. Her mom sucks so bad. We she we haven't even, sh- even gotten into the reasons why her mom sucks. She hasn't even like shown up in the story. It's just like always the background. It's like, oh, she sucks. Uh-huh. And once Snake like did some investigating into like what happened with um you know, what happened in Dorothy's past, and he found out that, like, oh, actually, she wasn't kidnapped, she just got, like, disappeared to the the undertow, the sort of psychic other world that Snake themselves came from. Um, she could have told you imme- that. <laughs> they were immediately like, uh, hey, what about your dad? Are are you are you gonna get him out of prison? And Dorothy was like, no, so Snake just did it. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I don't think I don't think I ever said what overseas does. It makes the unknown unknowable. So they can kind of put like the cryptid filter on anything as long as like the observer like doesn't know what it is. Like, you know, they can make, you know, their own appearance unknowable so no one has actually seen their true form, just kind of like a blurry, unrecognizable shape. Um, and, like, they can make certain pieces of information unknowable, so you can just, like, look at a thing and just, like, not recognize what you're seeing. Like, their own name is unknowable to everyone except them, but they they can't turn that one off for some reason. Yeah, that's why everyone... They would knows- like to be called by their actual name, but it's just, it's not, it's, it, you know, not working out for them. That's why everyone knows them as Snake Ontario, as in Lake Ontario, because the whole game takes place um, in kind of, like, I said it in, like, a really vaguely, like, upstate New York area, mm-hmm. but, like, I jokingly made it, and now, I mean, it's real in the game, mm-hmm. but, like, I made it into... <laughs> so stupid um i made it into big that's not the stupid thing (laughs) i made it into big michigan is kind of what we've been calling it but um because the state of michigan was like what if we had all of the great lakes inside of us instead Mm -hmm. and we were just one big state with like parts of you know upstate new york parts of like Pittsburgh and stuff like mm-hmm. what? Not uh, parts of Pennsylvania is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Parts yeah. of Ohio, you know, like that kind of the Great Lakes region is all yeah. big Michigan. I will just say, I will just say, like sometime recently, like in the middle of this campaign, I did move uh, to be next to a Great Lake. So I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, now perhaps uh-huh. these two things are related. Who could say? Part of Big Michigan, though. Congrats. I'm in Big Michigan. Yeah. I'm living here. Uh, yeah, me too. So, hence why I said it there. Um, the stupid part that um Izzy's talking about is that it's an alternate universe where I made uh the president of the United States um Jim Parsons, aka uh Sheldon from Big Bang Theory's actor. <laughs> Uh huh, and then it got worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and his campaign did have to do with the show, the Bazinga, because I was like, "This is so stupid! I can't not do that, right? Like, if I'm gonna fucking do this, I gotta go whole hog and do it." But um, and then I had jokingly done like an off the cuff kind of like oh yeah um this name that dorothy recognized maybe around campus was uh uh kevin sorbet uh-huh <laughs> and uh the the he was kind of positioned as like the Donald Trump, like, oh, people don't take him seriously, but he's actually winning situation. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. You can perhaps tell what his name is supposed to be in real life. But um mm-hmm. also, um, he's also the person that uh Dorothy's mom is in a relationship with at the moment. Yeah. So um Dorothy may or may not become stepdaughter of the president depending on how stuff goes <laughs> I guess we'll see and I we'll guess we'll see and, and for for very weird in-game reasons um Dor- so so Dorothy is is a junior in college mm-hmm. um she hasn't she hasn't uh, gone home for Thanksgiving yet, um, but for in-game reasons, to 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 arrange things to where um, she could avoid suspicion for something else, um, she has made arrangements to go home for Thanksgiving or go visit her mom for Thanksgiving this year. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And we're in October currently. Oh, we're like, I think we're technic. I think we're like in like, like November first area now. Um, kind of. Yeah. Like well. Yeah. Well, we we had an appointment for November first. Right. So so yeah, um Dorothy is kind of um kind of a rockabilly punk type character in a lot of ways. Um but you know, so she she keeps her hair short and straightened and dyes it black uh as part of her look and, and she she dresses in, in rockabilly fashion, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, November 1st in game, she is going to the salon, getting her natural blonde curls and extensions to make it long, and she is going to be wearing, uh, like, very puritanical outfits 
for a while, and it's it's gonna be awful. I fucking hate it. Why did I do this to her? We hate gender performance here on Check Out This Guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, also, this is going to be, like... <laughs> this also means it's, like, gonna be election week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yup. And, and, and when... When Morg said that Kevin Sorbet was was um, running for president and was doing well in the polls and all, I thought Morg was just fucking with me because it never got mentioned again. And then Morg was like, yeah, that's a thing. I'm like, oh, fuck. Kevin Sorbet real. It's funny. If it's funny, it's probably happening. The problem is is that Eidolon can be very funny and very serious at the same time. And so I rolled with it. Because, yeah, I did rip off the first season, perhaps a little bit, of Eidolon playtest where they had uh, Dracula as the president. It's fine. Don't worry, he's not the vampire. Actually, he should be. That'd be pretty fucking great. But he's not. The Bazinga Man him... is a vampire? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, I set up a whole, like, opening thing, kind of like an opening sprawl, I guess, um, where, like, <laughs> several stupid contrivances ended up with him as president. Um, mm-hmm. And several uh, politicians are now perhaps dead. <laughs> we 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 keep on referring to him as different things. None of us know his name, do we? His name is Jim Parsons. But okay. Parsons yeah, that's what I, I called him. Fortunately, I do know. Okay. I did know. I was like, he's the first gay president. <laughs> 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 Real. Um. But yeah, there's. A lot of uh the the a lot of the the game has been a little bit like new stuff is happening all the time because the game started off as like this little in between thing we were gonna do between our like fellowship while uh Izzy had to take like a break from GMing. But then it went mm-hmm. it kinda spiraled out of control because we were all having like fun with it. <laughs> So it just keeps going, and I'm glad. So maybe in another universe, uh, Kevin Sorbet would not be a president, but in this one, he's running for you know, he's doing well. Maybe I'll draw. Maybe I'll draw a card and see if he actually wins or not. You you did, you did figure out the one way for me to to be like. I hope the Bazinga Man wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, can, the other. Can we talk about how half of Dorothy's family is living in like a squatter house with Snake? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have... yes. It's just funny to say no. Well, we have to also <laughs> talk about the fact that Dorothy has a brother she didn't know about due to under. Toe shenanigans. If I that keep, that if, was if never I, discussed with me. 
Yeah, I felt bad at first. We talked <laughs> through it afterwards. This is making no. me sound like a bad guy. So I'm just clarifying. We though. did talk it through uh, after. Oh, I but, I lo- but I like surprises is the thing. I do too, but uh, I, I if just... they're good, it's just, it was very unexpected. Also, she did, like, this guy started out as an enemy, and she did, like, give him a grievous wound. Yeah, did Yeah, she- he's, um, started off in, like, a mindless state and was attacking us, and Dorothy fucking stabbed the man. So, um... He was a shade in the undertow, an enemy they ran into who was looking for them on a train. And uh, he looked like his shade form is kind of a naked mole rat man because he's uh, based like really vaguely on the Rochester rat dog uh, cryptid. Um, And uh, he has... Uh, I just remembered the picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but de- because of how the, and I had made the, I, I made plans for whether like how the, the, if he was killed or not, like I had, I had a backup if that had happened and how everything was going to go. <clears throat> um, But he touched the, uh, hunky the the little stuffed animal rat and which mm-hmm. seemed to have like a part of his memories in it and he seemed to come back to himself and he was like i was a human before and i became this shade creature and his name's tom because i you know i couldn't just not do major tom from mm-hmm. uh yeah, another David Bowie name. Oh, there, there's so many good David Bowie <laughs> names. She could have this whole huge extended family, and you wouldn't run out of names. David Bowie song, yeah, yeah. Someone could probably do a David Bowie, like, Eidolon short game. That'd probably be cool. You know, mm-hmm. like how they have, like, themes for the the little short one-offs, but... um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dorothy, whose fear is like unknown, not being stuff. able to not being able to trust her own senses. Yeah, her fear <laughs> is not being able to trust her own senses, and she can't trust her mind either. Apparently, because she has a brother she didn't know about due uh-huh. to. I don't want to get too much into it because it's like getting in the weeds of mm-hmm. um the the part of the Eidolon podcast but like people kind of can be erased from history um mm-hmm. and I like borrowed some of that for my game yeah. and so um not it wasn't just oh Dorothy doesn't know she has a brother it's no one knows that she has a brother including her parents who ostensibly gave birth to tom yeah yeah (laughs) this is Um, like a com he's a non-person right now and he's you know rude well i mean like in history he's a non-person he is a person in like the sense of like 
monsters or people yeah. in other media, and I like to do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, and, and that's why Snake kind of took him in, because, like, you know, Snake is, like, not human, like, they came in from another dimension and just kind of started, like, you know, living in in the Niagara Falls area, like... Mm-hmm. With like no ident, you know, with like no identity or like documentation or anything. So like they just kind of like figured out how to like, you know, get by and survive like kind of on the margins of society without like, you know, r- r- really engaging with like any of the things you need like a real actual driver's license for. Um so yeah, that's like why they're squatting in a house and you know, they're just like, okay, this guy's in the same situation as me. I guess he can come live with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, speaking of Snake, um yeah, and Dorothy's uh biggest fear. Um yeah, the way Snake's uh power works is it kind of fucks with your senses. So mm-hmm. that's not great. Yeah, not great for not great for the girl who's been like gaslit for her entire life to uh-huh. make her believe that she was kidnapped by her father instead of e- yeah. she's tied into the undertow. Yeah. And very much gaslit by like the entire world because she like knew that was false and she spent decades being convinced that um she was just a little bit crazy and had invented a bunch of stuff out of trauma. Yeah, she was heavily based on the baby from Labyrinth, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, grown up. <laughs> like, uh-huh. what would happen to this kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, why didn't Dorothy want to break her dad out of jail? Oh, why didn't uh, Dorothy want to break her dad out of jail? I mean, this is gonna, without context, this is gonna make Dorothy sound a lot worse. (laughs) Um, But Dorothy is a trust fund kid. (laughs) Um, She has to graduate college by age 23. Or she loses it all. There are all, there's all sorts of other stipulations that her mom has put on this. One of which is that she cannot have any contact with her dad, Douglas Doyle. Douglas Doyle is a poor bastard who was <laughs> just locked up in prison for unjustly uh, Mm -hmm. even if no one could say hey your daughter was taken to the undertow because no if no one knows about the undertow they can still be like hey your daughter was kidnapped by someone else who wasn't you but we're blaming you because Mm -hmm. there's corrupt sheriffs involved yeah and and got him for like a bunch of other shady shit too that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was just kind of a normal guy, and, like, I try to play him as a normal guy, because, yeah, he's a character, he's an NPC in this campaign now, because Snake did break him out, and, yeah, he- Can I just say, it is so fun to play Snake against Douglas, just because, like, Snake is, like, so flamboyant and outlandish, and, like, just doing supernatural shit, and Mm -hmm. Douglas is just- Douglas is just like a normal guy who's kind of caught up in all of it. Hey, hey Douglas has an idol on now. Douglas has an idol on to no fault of his own or the group because somehow you guys haven't figured that out yet and I perhaps won't tell you for a while, but somehow he got pushed into the undertow. I, Dorothy would have asked, but she didn't know that um, he got there independently yeah. uh, when she talked to him last. Yeah, she, she, yeah. I, I think, I mean, Douglas is, he's a dad. He's very quiet. He's kind of got, like, I China kind of tried to go for, like, this, like, maybe he's a little bit closed off because he's, mm-hmm. You know, not just because he's been in prison for a while, Uh but also because, like, he was just, like, some, like, cis man that grew up in, you know, the... I don't know. Well, the the timeline is ambiguous, but he's a couple decades old, at least, you know? He's Mm -hmm. he's got the vibe, and, um... So... And it's like, oh, I don't know how to express myself, and I don't know how to, you know. And he does a better job than probably a lot of real-life dudes, because I can't seem to play that. Uh, like, mm-hmm. he accepts his... He doesn't know it's his son, but he does accept his son, in quotes, being gay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just like, you know, he's kind of just like, I don't know. Oh. So, so talk about Douglas, like, is making me think of that conversation that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a c- couple more things about Dorothy real quick. One, uh, she is, like, she is actually a genius. Um, her, her, she, she just has to get a degree, but she she's out there stunting because she is getting a degree in nuclear engineering. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, because of like all of the all of the stuff with um, the way she was treated her whole life, uh, she's someone who is constantly wearing masks. Um, so. That conversation where she was trying to get over the weirdness of meeting Douglas was extremely fun because she just kind of walked in like she owned the joint and had a very commanding presence, which is which isn't really how she acts normally. But um, it it was pretty fun for her to just kind of come in and own the scene at uh, Snake's house. Snake and Dorothy are 
people who have been forced together through circumstances <laughs> who would not be mm-hmm. friends otherwise. I no, sure. I think they would be friends under different circumstances. Well, maybe you're saying that because, like... Well, Dorothy doesn't know how to make friends, yeah, so... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I don't know if that's true in the sense that, like, they're not literally you, Izzy, and Emery. You you guys, uh-huh. yes, obviously, but, like, Dorothy as just, like, a regular college student and Snake just as, like, not a regular college student, but trying to pretend to be one... It's uh-huh. hard to say mm-hmm. they would be in similar classes. It's hard to say they'd be in similar clubs. It's hard to say any of this. That's all I meant. Like, yeah. I wasn't like, like oh, due to I, the circumstances. I thought you were referencing the fact that they fought constantly. That too. That on top of it. That too. But like, they're very different people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who've been thrown together. Yes. And oh, because of the I, way I they've think been, that they might have more similarities than differences, though. And I think that's part of the. They problem. do have a lot of similarities, but they still are very different people. You know, yeah. um, the reason hey. like I have family that fight is because they're too similar to each other. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like that. It's like you have enough like flaws that are similar that you clash Mm -hmm. and like i think that's interesting and i think that and because of how you were thrown together and how you've treated each other you just had fought for like a long time and you're finally in this place where you might actually get along and it's very tentative and it's Uh very interesting Mm -hmm. Uh, hey every would you mind? Uh-huh. Would you mind sharing Snake's perspective? Gosh, uh, yeah, Snake does think that that Dorothy kind of sucks. Like they think that she's, uh, well, she is trying to be better about it, so they recognize that. But like, yeah, she they do see her as as being like kind of selfish and impulsive and like someone who just like generally doesn't think about like other people you know um cuz like first adventure they went on like she did stab her brother and you know you know you know there are circumstances around that they were being attacked but still like she, it, y- it, you know, it would have never happened if she would have gotten to do her plan that uh, everyone foiled. Yeah, she wouldn't have stabbed him. She would have just thrown him off a train. He would have thrown himself off the train. There's a difference. Either way, he would have still gotten Not hurt, really. and that's what matters. <laughs> but and yeah, like yeah, Snake is like I think. You know, Snake's similarity to Dorothy is that, like, they are also someone who's been sort of, like, forced to hide themselves and, like, have lived, you know, generally have a hard time trusting people initially just because, like, you know, Snake's whole deal is that they they are pursued by, like, basically the undertow cops known as Extrasolar, which is another you know, named after another Beth song. And, um, you know, Extrasolar are kind of like the men in black who, like, you know, 
you know, show up and start asking people questions like anytime there's like a UFO in the sky or like cryptid sightings or anything like that. Um, and yeah, they, you know, they've just made like a bunch of snakes friends and a bunch of other shades just like fully disappear. Like, yeah, just fucking gone. So, so like snake is like, they're the men in black of this world. You know, Snake has, like, a lot of tragedy and a lot of trauma in their life, and their kind of response to it is just to be like, fuck it, I guess I'll just be funny. I guess I'll just, like, be a huge flamboyant weirdo and have a lot of fun because no one really gives a shit about me. Yeah. So, one of the reasons why I think that there is so much conflict between the two of them is the way that you just described how Snake thinks of Dorothy. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say I think it's very inaccurate. Okay. From Snake's perspective, they were just like, hey, your dad is unjustly imprisoned. Oh, no, like, no, the father like, you never knew. Th that part is entirely justifiable. Uh, that, that was selfish. And she flat out said that, um, she, she just flat out said, yes, this is selfish. But also, she doesn't know the man and she doesn't know if he's a good, good person or anything so she was like yeah go go for it if you want to but um i'm not going to be seen at that prison um also I, like also I, like, like when, she was also when... thinking ahead of she could do a lot of good for him in a couple years um, that she could potentially lose out on. But her thing is that she overthinks and tries to plan for everything. She, so, so she, she doesn't ever, um, run into stuff, uh, without a plan or without thinking things through, uh, because she's actually bad at that and avoids it at all costs. So, Whereas Snake is much more like, fuck it, I could die tomorrow. YOLO, bitch. Yeah. It, but Let's go fucking break into prison. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But Snake accuses Dorothy of being that, being the way that Snake is when it's not true. And it is like, hey, you're this way. That sucks. You suck. And, like, would never acknowledge that Dorothy could even be competent at things. Uh, so she, if anything, that kind of egged her on trying to prove herself. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I think, like, the, the, the conflict is interesting, and I never wanted mm -hmm. to be, like... I wanted to do strike this balance between like having you guys have issues but still move the plot forward. Um because you know I'm, you know there is like a a game you have to play with tabletop games where like you kind of have to agree on stuff to like move it forward and I think uh -huh. you did an okay job. I think it was kind of an interesting like game to play there. Um 
But I, I also just wanted to say, like, I, th- I think it's also just, um, something that maybe is a lot less present in game, but is more present as you guys are talking about your characters is like, there's a class difference between your characters. And I think that influences uh-huh. a lot of how you approach this stuff because, mm-hmm. um, Snake is very like, living on the margins like yes they have uh the benefit that a lot of people on the margins wouldn't have where they can kind of be more stealthy about stuff and like hide that they're stealing shit uh-huh. but they mm-hmm. still have to deal with this like overwhelming like presence on them whereas like Dorothy has to deal a lot more with like intra conflict with her life and her family because she's a lot like better off like even if it's a very she's better off but not rich yes we called her a trust fund kid but the fact that it can be taken away at like a moment's notice is like part of that like that she's not really but like they're still like she's definitely they're both like they both put on masks they both wear masks they both you know have these ideas that they have to like make very quick judgments about other people and each other. And that causes problems where like Dorothy feels like she's being belittled by snake and snake feels like Dorothy's not taking shit seriously because of these like opposite approaches to similar conflict with other people yeah and i will say like important thing to know about snake you know for all of their devil may care attitude like they do like really they are like very protective of 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 other people and you know like they've faced like so much danger and like so you know seen so much tragedy in their life they're like okay i want to like do everything i can to keep other people safe and you know make sure people are cared for like you know even if i'm also being shitty to them sometimes you know snake is Mm -hmm. both like snake is both a hundred and like 20 at the same time also (laughs) where like they've lived a long time but they still have a lot of like a lot of the devil may care attitude making them come off as like maybe not they've learned a lot but they still are like you can still kind of see them as just being a weird 21 year old Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways because like they still like do this shit that you can see like kids doing I think it's kind of fun that you guys are all like playing characters that I mean except for snake are young than who we are because um we're also you know we're playing with the fellowship group so it's also dan and pat Mm -hmm. and yeah uh, that they have excellent characters but they aren't here today mm -hmm. yeah um yeah uh dan is playing a beast playbook uh he's playing a cat named elton named after like Yeah, like the musician because uh, uh-huh. uh the her idolon is uh McCavity as in like from cats. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat is playing a character named Jacob, who is kind of this image of like a a YouTuber we call ViewCube. <laughs> his his mm-hmm. his choice, not mine. Uh, and uh, but is also like a very like he's very like sweet, but often in his own world and very like. Having to like face tragedy really, really fast because he, like someone just fucking dies in front of him. It's fine. And Snake doesn't know what the hell Jacob is talking about like 80% of the time. Uh huh. <laughs> Jacob is so funny because Jacob is basically in a different campaign from the rest of us sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I love it though. I I I and I've told like cuz Pat was asking me about is it like hey like you know wanted like feedback on this character and I was like I love Jacob. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. what to tell you like <laughs> as long as you're having fun and everyone's having fun, I'm fine with how you're playing Jacob because yeah, he's great. There, there was that moment in in the last session where Jacob revealed that he like knew some potentially important stuff and had known about it for weeks and just never mentioned it. And and Dorothy and Snake both just had like, oh boy, why the fuck did you not think to mention this before now? And I and Jacob Just had a very reaction. good reason. I think he had a very good reasoning behind it. Uh, I understand. Like, I, yeah, I'm not saying he had a bad reasoning behind it. It was just the shared reaction was so funny to me. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really funny, also, that he's like had to start just like canonically started taking like meds because he saw someone die in front of him like yeah he's kind of traumatized uh-huh. because he is not he is not from this world snake is from this world dorothy has some experience with this and elton is a cat so she's just rolling with the punches jacob uh-huh. is like i am just a normal guy and now I have superpowers and I'm fucking terrified. But also, I just, he's also really good at like just coming up with shit on the fly too, because uh-huh. he's the navigator playbook and they're like big brain. So we have a lot of brainy people in our campaign, but they're also all fucking do stupid shit and I love it. I, they're kids. I just realized something. Um, Morga, I don't think you'll understand this, but it just dawned on me. Like, if Jacob started, like, live streaming stuff that's happening and narrating it, Jacob would be the speed wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think she could love and, and, and a speed wagon is one of my favorite types of guys. <laughs> the problem is, is that Jacob would love to do that, but a lot of it ends up being blurry, either because of Snake's power or yeah. an unknown 
power uh-huh. that is kind of been hinted at vaguely for you guys in the background, especially recently. So there's a lot of like mysterious we're making shit harder for people who don't have Eidolons thing in the background. Like more and more people are having Eidolons, but uh it's still a pretty new phenomena. Um I think if Jacob started narrating snakes uh you know snake sections they would be like please stop it dear your voice isn't nearly glamorous enough (laughs) (laughs) that's so mean (laughs) oh why snake gotta be that way all the time snake doesn't want to be narrated by a straight person they can't capture the vibe adequately Jacob also has to deal with the fact that, like, because he's involved with all this stuff, that his girlfriend may or may not be in danger in the future, which isn't great for him. Uh, also, Snake is just kind of a huge drama queen. Uh-huh. They love it. They're a messy bitch who lives for the drama. I love how Dan and Pat, like, capture their characters, too. Because, like, we've talked about Patrick's, but, like, Dan is just, like... I know certain things because I'm a cat that lived at a mall for a long time, but I'm also an animal, so shit is just coming out of my mouth about, like, pack hunting and stuff. And it's very Uh good. Yeah, I became sapient, like, a month ago. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, God. For a while, Elton was kind of holding the group together because uh (laughs) people were literally, yeah. Um, she's yeah. And we had the idea of oh, Elton doesn't understand anything about morality, so we're like, hey, here, watch the good place. Yeah, like human morality is just like Uh you know. And and Elton Elton at first was treating it as if it was a documentary. We're just like four, and then <laughs> Jacob, because Patrick can't help himself, also put Homestuck on the fucking tablet. Yep. <sighs> Listen to our Homestuck episode. Um, <laughs> or don't. Or don't. <laughs> Oh, uh, that that was mean of me. I shouldn't say that. Go listen to it. No, it's fine. I, I I just I just I might have a little bit of PTSD from it. <laughs> I thought you barely remember anything about it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I don't I don't remember things, but I remember the vibes. Um. But yeah, the vibes are rancid. It's been really fun to play with you guys, uh, especially uh-huh. since I haven't yep. run a tabletop game in like years, and I had never run Eidolon. And when I was running a game, it was like interstitial, so I had a lot of like media background stuff I could pull from, and I still can. The nice thing about Eidolon is I can just like throw shit in there, like. Cats has come up multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland, you know, with the Sheshar cat and Labyrinth. Um, 
I've snuck in some stuff about Slenderman in there because I can't help myself, apparently. And that's mm-hmm. just like, if I think of like weird, scary shit that makes things unknowable, I think of Slenderman. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. There's a mouse twink. There's a mouse twink. Um, who is going to become more of a major character since two of people have uh, become friends with them. And that's what happens when you guys become more close to characters. They will show up more. (laughs) It's generally... (laughs) That's why I wanted you to have... I was like, you guys should make more ties so I know who you want to show up more in the game. (laughs) Yeah, how much were you planning on Douglas Doyle being a character before I was like, Snake wants to break him out of prison? Zero percent. Great. Yeah, um, um, as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, okay, I have to think about this guy more. Because I was like, this is going to happen. Because it, it took a while for like the actual breakout to happen because of various setbacks. Mm-hmm. So I had plenty of time. And like I was like... He could show up, but I don't know if he's ever... He might just be talked to or something. I didn't know he would be, like, freed. (laughs) He's Uh freed, and he's on the lamb, but he's also okay because of Snake's power. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Pretty much everyone that... Dorothy has interacted with in any major way in the entire campaign are the party members and people who are related to her. Yep. (laughs) You've started to get branch out because Jacob forced you to, though, which is funny. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to draw to convince lesbians I was normal. <laughs> you always put it like that. <laughs> I love putting it that way, because it's true. I'm glad Iris showed yeah. back up in the story. Because <laughs> she was originally just yeah. like the head of... Urbex. I, I I was calling it Eidolon Urbex, you, even though Urbex is not a thing anymore because of problems. <laughs> so mm. it's been it's been like, oh yeah, nice. I'm glad she showed up again. Especially because I made hints yeah. about like she's she hasn't seen her brother in a while, and I wanted to see if anyone cared about that. But of course, it's Jacob's fucking roommate who he hates <laughs> yes and you keep on mentioning that hey you haven't seen your roommate in quite a while and that that had to have come up like 10 sessions ago the first time and it keeps on coming up more and jacob's like nah I hate that guy not looking into it I love that. Honestly, it just tells me immediately, like, okay, he doesn't want to hear about that. Let's go in this other direction. Uh He's getting hints from this, like, weird psychic person. Let's go for that. But I do think it's funny, because even if he doesn't care, his girlfriend would care, because her best friend is related. You know, like, there is Uh going to be some triangulation, even if he hates him. 
even if he hates his roommate, it's probably going to bite him in the ass not following up on this. And I do want to uh-huh. try to make some consequences for that. But I have to keep that in mind. So I'm saying it out loud so I can keep it in mind because I do want this to come bite Jacob in the ass. <laughs> is is this a school where if your roommate dies, you get an automatic A that semester? <laughs> I don't know, but it also, you would have to prove that your roommate died, you know, and they're not just missing. <laughs> and the problem is, is that the undertow makes that hard. Mm-hmm. People can be gone for a long time. Oh, no. And the way that time works is that it hasn't actually been that long in real life. No, Morg, that sounds like... It's going to be, oh, it's going to be a benefit to you if they're dead, but you got to go retrieve the body. Yep. (laughs) That's messed up. Listen, they might, they might give you some stuff if like your roommate's gone missing, but there's also like weirdness about like an adult going missing and stuff like yeah people can put out stuff for that but it's a lot trickier than like if a kid's missing you know it's a little tricky there's some weird legality i'm sure it depends a lot but um yeah so um i just I didn't mean to word it like that i guess i wanted to say but like it's funny that it came off that way um, I was also just trying to say, like, hey, you essentially have a dorm to yourself, which is nice. Uh-huh. And you can talk to people in your dorm if you would like to. That was kind of what I was hinting at also. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was just because I was like, I don't know, should I come up with a new place for you guys to hang out at? <sighs> oh, man, uh, I've been having fun. Yeah, it's been good. Um, and I'm a little bit worried about... Because we're taking a break from this. Going back to Fellowship. So I'm like, oh god. Now I have to think about what the next like arc is going to be. You mentioned something about Bigfoot. I did. But that might require uh, actually following through with the rest of you. <laughs> going to see Dorothy's family also yeah and i yeah, don't like, think she would like that <laughs> yeah like originally the plan was to be like okay she she's going to get quote-unquote dressed up in that particular way um just for thanksgiving but the whole election thing just kind of ruined her entire month now I kind of like the Mm -hmm. idea that maybe she, like, flew to California and then, like, the rest of you guys end up driving to meet her or, like, end up going there and you have to, like, drive back. And, like, maybe that's when it'll happen (laughs) so that we don't have to... Snake has... Yeah, Snake has driven cross-country before probably a few times, so no problem for them. Probably very illegally also, because I don't know. Oh, definitely. They're driving... Listen, their driver's license is extremely forged. We love it. 
And I like that the forger, I made them have an Eidolon also. Mm-hmm. And that they have minions with Eidolon. And you still haven't uh, given them new... Uh... You haven't given them a ton of new people to go. I think you gave them, like, one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at some point Snake just, like, went to a college party and, like, brought a keg and just talked very loudly about, you know, how how good their fake ID is. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that scene. I think that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, but we can talk about that when we play the game again. Man. I <sighs> Eidolon's fun, and even though it's kind of a mess because it's still in playtest mode, uh, I really like it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, sometimes yeah, we good. start a session, we're like, oh, hey, our class has entirely different moves now. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah, I like that we spent the whole time talking about Eidolon also after being like, maybe we won't spend yeah. the whole time on this. Uh, uh, that, that's mostly my fault, because I kept on bringing the topic back around. No, it's been good. I think it's it's fun uh, to give uh, our listeners a taste of what our sessions are, have been like. And I feel like if we ever finish Eidolon... Or when we finish Eidolon. I don't yeah. want to be like, if we ever do, because that would be bad. But um, um, Yeah, I was hoping to hear a little bit about Izzy's model building, but I can guess we I guess we can do that a different day. Mm-hmm. What do you want to know about my model building? I don't know, like where uh you know where where do you get the parts from? Like, you know, what 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 kind of influences are 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 you taking into the design process? Stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. I'm sleep addled to today. Yeah. Um same TBH. Yeah, I I kinda wanna say I get them from the store. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. Um, get the parts from no, the store. No, no, that that could definitely be an entire episode or or my chunk of an entire episode on its own. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, I mean it it's it's basically just kit bashing, uh if if you're familiar with the term. It like I'm I'm not a drawer like you. Uh, so mm-hmm. if I if You've I can a little, not good at it though. Um, but but the thing is, like I I can build shit, um, and customize shit. So, uh, I can like just create a character that way. Look, if if you want to get into inspirations, uh huh. I mean. Hey, we. <laughs> I have this whole bonus episode that I want to do that's all about uh, some stuff that has been heavy influences on me. True. I guess here's like some teasers for that. Is he. I know. I, I'm trying to do a good past- podcaster job. 
Izzy, you should play a Getter Robo character in Interstitial. Oh, that would be so no, funny. absolutely not. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> denied. Okay, I no, I don't, I don't have the fortitude and energy to do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, did you want to? Uh, did you want to plug your our future stuff because of that? Because you want to talk about that? Well, it's it's a matter of getting us to record it is the biggest thing. Um, yeah, yeah, we got to work that out in in host chat when we're scheduling it. Okay, I just didn't know if we wanted to tease the listening it's a little bit. Oh, I mean, yeah. So so this is gonna ruin the way I was I was going to introduce the episode, but oh, we could- hey. Uh, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's just going to be funny for me to introduce the episode the same way, and if they listen to this, then they already know. Hey, it has... Obstensibly, the episode is about uh, Get a Robo. Um, my notes go for multiple pages before I ever actually talk about Get a Robo, though. Good. Uh, where should we? And this is gonna be on our. We'll work it out. Probably on our main main feed, unless we make a Patreon between then and now. Yeah, we could always figure that out later. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't think we have I, enough listeners for a Patreon. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like. I thought pa- every time Patreon gets mentioned, I I just assume it's a joke. Um, yeah. Like also, like I can t- talk to you about this uh, after the recording. Um, you can always make like a Kofi or something. Like yeah, something a little bit uh, more, like Ko- Kofi is way better than Patreon. Like it's. It's almost exactly like effectively it's the same thing, but uh Kofi doesn't take all your money yeah. and Patreon does. We can talk about this mm. off air. I was yeah. just it was I know. like a anyway. Uh well we don't have a Patreon, but where can you find us? You can noisepace.xyz. You sure can. It's a funny podcast network with good shows on it. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Um, Resident of Canada, a, a, a country which famously also touches the Great Lakes. <laughs> You're so right, though. <laughs> Let me just swim across Lake Ontario and go freaking find Matt GameCube. <sighs> There, there was, there was the day I asked Emery, "Hey, can can you see Canada?" <laughs> and I was told, Great. "No." Yeah, Lake Big. It turns Lake out, Big. You know, there Lake used to be, Big. There used to be a ferry, like for a very, very short period of time. Um, there used to be a ferry across the lake, but that does not exist anymore. Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, you can find us in Noise Space. You can also find us on, uh, I'm gonna update them, I swear. I promise. I will update them. I'm so sorry, but you can find us on co-host and Tumblr at Check Out This Guy, you know, 
check out this guy that tumblr.com um that does exist because i, I want to make sure i update it because like people have pictures of their guys and i want to have them be able to show off their guys ah <sighs> oh my god i just looked that that that's fully ten episodes behind. I know, Izzy. I'm aware. Uh -oh. <laughs> it, it it's it's worse if you consider that that I'm that I'm only counting released episodes. I know. Recorded once. I know. I, look, I don't get to drag your ass very often. The tumblers <laughs> is more is has been updated more recently than the co-host has, so probably check out the tumblers. Oh no! Yeah, I know. More people use Tumblr. Sorry. Um. Well, well, that's. I mean, we also have a Discord. secretly. I have a Tumblr. I just don't post anything. Are on you it, sure you so want to leave that? In, out. Are you sure you want to leave that in the episode? <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What's it matter? Whatever. We do. I don't post anything on it. I only have the account so that I can, like, have a feed of, like, three people. Okay. You can find us on our Discord, which will always be up to date, because... Yeah, where yeah, where things are, like, active on a consistent basis. Yeah, yeah. Y you can you can see my work in progress model building. You can occasionally see my work in progress character drawing. Uh, every... you, you you can see my very awesome Christmas gift. Every Monday we got someone showing something, and you. I think right now it's it's. Uh, but it's Big Agumon. Is it still called? It's Big, a vile it's, show. It's not Big Agu Mondays anymore. It's called Belfa Mondays. But either way, it, yeah, that's because Belfamon showed up, and we love Belfamon. Digimon, Big Baby. We're thinking about doing uh, season three of Sonic X in the near future. Oh boy! Oh boy! Um, the space, the one where they go to space. Yeah, it's good. Good I, television. And I'm advocating for us to just like watch some some movies or miniseries for a few weeks, just to just to uh, kind of get uh, over the vibes of such long shows repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. I I was just talking today about I I want to show uh, the Digimon Zero Two movie uh, Hurricane Touchdown because that's that's a good one. Yeah. It's weird ass movie. Terrier Mons in it. Let's go. Um, yeah, and people stream games sometimes, and you, like you said, we stream art on Fridays and all that. Um, as for where you can find me individually, you can also find me on co-host. I'm sorry I backtalked co-host. There are people on it. Um, and I'm one of them, and it's at Gengar on Ghost. You can also find me at Haunting the Morgue on most places, but especially Tumblr, um, and Blue Sky, I guess. Um, you can find me on my other podcast, uh, The Sonic Hustle, a 
How the fuck? <laughs> we changed the... Sorry. It used to be the Sonic Shuffle, but now it's the Sonic Hustle. Uh-huh. And yeah. Holistic Sonic uh-huh. Lore Podcast. We're, we're, yeah. oh, we changed yeah, the like, tagline a little bit because we're doing... I, I, I got excited because I didn't know what the tagline was. Okay. Hold on. I can pull it up. I didn't know it was like... I, I listen to the Sonic Shuffle now, the whatever this is, because it's good. Good show. My friends are on it. Thanks. I don't know how to t- compliment. Oh, oh, can... can, can let, let, let me share something real quick about the Sonic Shuffle, because uh, it's extremely funny to me. Okay. Um... I had somewhere in the back of my mind that Dan mentioned having a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, podcast, and and I had forgotten about it. And like we were talking about Sonic the Hedgehog stuff, I was like, okay, maybe I can go listen to a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast because I needed more podcasts to listen to at the time. Um, so I went to to um, and found Sonic Shuffle, and I was like. Holy shit, I know that voice. <laughs> Great. God. Um, I think I took out the paper that had the tagline on it, but just know we're like, instead of being randomized, it's like we have more of a set order now because it was just getting all over the place and it was taking too long to get to games. And that's kind of what Sonic is known for. And we also mm-hmm. wanted to, like, complain about Ken Penders for a couple of weeks, I guess. <laughs> uh, so. How, yeah, it was going to take you until, like, when you were age 347. Yeah, it was going to be. Before, before you would finally get to talk about the best uh, arc in Archie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was also going to take a while for us to get to fucking Shadow the Hedgehog, and I want to talk about those damn Chaos Emeralds. So Yeah, there's yeah, there's so many good things like that that would not have happened for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. God. Um, so yeah, you can listen to that. And that's kind of it for me, although someone did start listening to Ford Ford ReZero, so I'm like, should I keep plugging it? I don't know. Someday. Someday that'll update. You mean plugging it worked? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, you could listen to Ford Ford ReZero, a ReZero Watch podcast. Uh, those are both on Noise Space also. And that's it for me. I got a podcast called We Write Queerbait. It's a good show. It's a funny one. We just put out our episode on holes, and uh, very soon we'll be publishing our episode on Digimon Survive. Uh, It's a show where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. We look at things that aren't, you know... That 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 really seem like they're gay, even you know, even if uh, ever you know, even if they're they're the, you know, even if they're saying the loud part, we're not gay. We 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 take a look at the quiet part. It is gay, and we talk about that. And also, we talk about you know, we we talked about the no homo, the no hetero, and the no romo. We really cover it all on We Rate Queer Bait, the podcast. 
that I make, uh, and uh, I, I have a fur affinity with the username Space Robot. I draw funny little animal people there. Go look at my gallery. Go commission me to draw your OCs or whatever. Uh, I, I, you can get in touch with me about uh, commissions at spacerobotart at gmail.com or just message me on Discord, whatever. Um, I'm also on an upcoming audio drama pilot. News forthcoming. One of these days, I'll, you know, one of these days, I'll stop saying, like, oh, yeah, it's it's going to be happening soon, and it will actually have happened. Who knows when? Right. Hooray. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Because you can find Izzy, like, on the Discord. We plugged that earlier. Sorry, Izzy. Yes, 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 I know that. I was going to plug something, though. Please do. Oh, a little bird. A little birdie told me that that someone who, someone other than Emery, uh, asked me to, um, guest on a podcast. So that'll be Ooh. happening in the next couple weeks. Ooh, a podcast. We write queer bait. Oh. <laughs> Is he coming back for round three? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Uh huh. Yeah, this time it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very surprising. That's why I was like, oh, is it another podcast? <laughs> I'm very smart. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that was uh, that was intentional. Until next time, I'm going to go take a nap. Bye, everyone. Me too. Until next time. Bye, everyone. Sleep tight. Don't sleep too tight or you might fall into the undertow. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.